0: Part of the message is, is creating the fact that, you know, it, we're here and I work and build it on a national platform just so it, it, it can attract more people that comes with it, the value, the love and the commitment um, so that people can come out and feel in a safe space.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree DeCosta, and in this double feature, we'll be discussing spiritual inclusivity and access for queer and urban communities. Keep listening to hear from the founder of House of Vegas Pride, an annual event that occurs every year to uplift the voices within the LGBTQ community. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. My name is Des DeCosta. Today, I have some great guests with me. I have Nicole Williams and Etheric Brown. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello,
0: hello, hello.
1: Yes. The way that I always love to open up these shows is with a little dose of gratitude. So if we could each say something that we are grateful for, I am actually grateful for reflecting on the weather. We had some crazy monsooning and I don't know if it's over yet. I am grateful for the rain and for our changing weather, which is totally not the norm here in Vegas.
0: I am grateful for love always prevailing and always it always wins. I'm, I'm grateful just for people in general to just have grace on others and individuals that show up when you think that, you know, all is lost. So I, I'm just grateful for um, just humans um, being humans, because it all connects in some type of way.
2: Mm, gosh, gosh, thank you. For How that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am grateful for community today. Um, I'm in Vegas. I used to live in Vegas. I haven't been uh, here much over the last year. And I've been back here Um, staying here for weeks at a time several times this year and so I'm here again I'm super grateful to be in town I've missed the community here so much and I've been able to get involved in local events and gatherings and that's been like filling my cup so much over the last few weeks
1: absolutely and where did you move to
2: uh southern utah i was living in cedar city Mm -hmm. um kind of over the last six years i've played this game of hopping back and forth between vegas and and utah
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so we met um derek and i met a couple years ago and we were involved with the a group called the love your son foundation and i believe we met at one of their events and it was just amazing it ties into what you do as Uh, a spiritual leader. Could you elaborate on what you do a little bit more?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, It's it's so funny to me when people refer to me as a a spiritual leader. I'm like, I didn't check that box. But (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I am a a traveling medicine man, basically, um, and guide and mentor. Um, So the main focus of what I do is traveling to different cities and facilitating different types of events, usually rooted in like plant medicine or shamanic healing. Um, And my intention is to just travel around and spread my magic and the medicines that I carry in order to help people um, live whole and happy and loving lives, releasing illness, sickness, unhealthy cycles, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's like the big scope of what I do. That's what I'm mostly known for is the guy who's always hosting ceremonies in different cities. Um, I also do like psychic arts work. Um, I'm a life coach. I do empowerment coaching, things of that nature, Um, and just really, really want to do everything that I can to help people live the lives that they want and deserve as opposed to the lives that they were handed.
1: That's beautiful. I love how you put it. Thank you so much for that. And we're going to come back to your story. And I would love to do a formal introduction for Nicole. And she is the founder and owner of House of Vegas Pride, and has an amazing event coming up this month. And I would love to just learn more about you if you could elaborate on that.
0: Well, thank you for that introduction. Um, Yes, I um, have a festival, House of Vegas Pride, that's coming up next week. Um, It's from August 18th through the 21st, which is a festival that uplifts the voices of the LGBTQ community through um, focusing on themed events that showcase and highlight the urban cultural side of our community. So uh, between the the, the partying and the festivities of the themed events at different places here in the city of Las Vegas, we focus on um, giving awareness to uh, for mental health, HIV, STD testing, uh, smoke free living, um, as well as a job inclusiveness. So we we work to help the community to be able to uh, find employment here with reputable imp- uh, corporations like MGM, uh, the the urban chamber and other community supporters that they can come as they are and not worry about going into like large um, station casinos or feeling kind of uncomfortable. So in this space once a year, which I plan on doing more after this because of the response, um, just putting pride, party and community together. Um, My foundation is the social influence foundation and our our hashtag is we party with a purpose. So um, it's star-studded, a lot of celebrities, a lot of themed events uh, to support travel and tourism also for the city of Las Vegas, which is very important to bring these types of events so people know that they, that our community exists here and that we do also have a festival here once a year that we can come and celebrate in this in our city. That is amazing. And how long have you been doing this event for? This will be my fourth year producing a festival. I've been doing marketing and event planning for almost 20 years now.
1: Wow. And um, Etheric, how are you involved in the event?
2: So Nicole and I have been talking a lot as far as my involvement goes with this specific event. I'm not able to attend this one because I have a ceremony that I'll be facilitating in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are working on a lot together. Um, to bring spirituality um, closer knit into the, the queer community.
0: Derek is here because this with this podcast and me and you know with everything that we're talking about, he has been a pillar in my life um, to help me to balance and guide me to uh, with my mental health um, and to show me a different side of how to be positive, how to um, stay grounded, um, show give me guidance that, you know, things are going to be okay. And just in my life, that's why he here. It's more than just a festival with him. Um, He actually spiritually is a great friend of mine, um, as well as um, my shaman.
1: (laughs) That's one of the biggest reasons why I started Positive AF podcast is because I realized that a lot of entrepreneurs are finding that they need to recenter their heart and have a better holistic balance in their life and it's it could go so easily one way into that toxic hustle culture if you're not keeping an equal balance of all these other parts of your life especially your spirituality so I think it's so important how we all support each other as a community and friend to friend. I mean, I definitely can name a few people that do the same thing for me. Um, so that's amazing. Good to hear. I would love to learn more and dive into each of your stories. Nicole, <laughs> why and how did this all come about for you? Um,
0: well, the short version is is that um, when I joined the community. I was not actually a part of it four years ago. Um, I was approached to have a, a party, an event during the Las Vegas Pride Festival um, for the black urban community. Um, and what transpired with the team I was working with at the time is a one day party that was supposed to be like this stripper party, you know, um, yeah. turned into a three day, five day event that then turned into it being a festival. Um, So as a marketer uh, in this build, I saw the immediate need for this type of festival to happen annually. So I immediately took action and began to work on the next year um, to build uh, the community and the resources that we had um, built that year. So, um, and then it was, then as I was building, knowing that it wasn't here, there was a lot of just roadblocks and a lot of things that people didn't understand because it was new. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then that made me dive even more into like, why I don't understand that people can't see love is love. And it's nothing different, you know, that you don't have to be gay to go to a pride festival It's just, you know, um, a, a theme type of event. So um, it made me dive deeper into myself and who I was as a person, which was very unexpected um, and realized all my life like that, you know, that I really um, was a queer woman Um, and I just hadn't been exposed to the community to know these things. But little hints that I think of my life now um, that definitely resonate to why I found it so important to hit the message out, because I know there's more people like me that don't know or might not have an outlet. So um, part of the message is, is creating the fact that, you know, it, we're here and I, I work and build it on a national platform just so it, it, it can attract more people um, and especially to the city of Las Vegas. So it's mainly just the work um, that comes with it, the value, the love and the commitment um, so that people can come out and feel in a safe space um, and just gathering people together so that they can be comfortable because, I'm sitting here writing my story right now as I'm diving in more into the person I am. So I just saw that there was a need. Um, I love doing events and parties, but I also want to be there to help other people first and foremost.
1: I know you mentioned some or a lot of challenges, in fact, to get to where you are now. Could you tell me about some of those challenges and how you overcame them or if some of them are still ongoing?
0: Um, is very much so ongoing. I'm not going to lie about that. Every year is a new uh, type of challenge. Um, I would say with building awareness and there not being a uh, community here, which then goes to the corporate side of things where there's no funding um, and creating that um, creating that market so that we can have the funding and we can have the uh, the support from the community and, and showing the importance of it. So um, outside of that, I would say the, the the biggest pressure for me is is that Um, The expectations to have this fabulous event on a shoestring budget, um, you know, and trying to grow it to where people see my vision, but understanding, you know, the commitment that it takes that it just can't all be me, um, that we have to work together uh, to keep the program going um, and keep funding um, in in this sector so that um, the planning process isn't so um, festive and fun. Uh, to make the things happen of the expectations that people um, expect of me uh, with planning uh, pride. Yeah, it's
1: a huge undertaking. I'm sure that not a lot of people who see the end result understand how much exact planning and time it took to um, come about. But I can't wait to see, you know, everything come to fruition. Um, Actually, it's in a few days coming up and yeah so uh, exciting stuff a lot of great things happening and so Derek I would love to hear more about your story and how you got involved with medicine healing and what does that exactly mean to you and what do you want people to know about what you do
2: Mm. so firstly I got involved with it um when I was born I guess Uh, A lot of people share this story actually my my grandma was like the witch of the family um she was the the psychic the healer the tarot card slinger right and and you know she was always doing rituals and candle magic and stuff so i grew up with it um my parents weren't into it but my grandma was and my grandma and i got along um and so you know from a young age i was talking to spirits and telling my grandma visions I was having and practicing candle magic and stuff like that. Um, But I didn't really understand the depth of my gifts um, or how directly I could use them to help people until about six years ago when I sat in my first plant medicine ceremony. Um, And so, you know, plant medicine or plant sacrament Um, can be a term used for many different things, you know, like essential oils or plant medicines, lavender is a plant medicine. Um, And then we also have other plant medicines that come from specific cultures and lineages and traditions and locations that we use in ceremony and commune with in ceremony to have a very specific kind of experience. Um, So I work with mostly Amazonian plant medicines Uh, medicines like San Pedro, Ayahuasca, Hape, Sananga, things of that nature. Um, I also work with the Egyptian plant medicine, Blue Lotus, um, and other plant medicines as well, you know, like cannabis is a plant medicine. Um, So when it comes to plant medicine ceremony, it's a shamanic healing ceremony where we are serving a medicine to a group of people and taking them on a journey of some sort, whatever journey we decide we're taking them on. And the journey is facilitated by energy and intention. It's facilitated by prayer. It's facilitated also by music and sound. And every facilitator has their own way of doing ceremony. Um, But usually those are the, the core elements of it and everyone's got their way of doing it or their style. Um, Some plant medicines are hallucinogenic or psychoactive, and so they um, alter our consciousness. Those plant medicines are called entheogens. Um, They have a specific impact and effect on uh, the brain when we go under a lot of plant medicines are actually, they increase things like neuroplasticity, giving us the ability to reroute where our neurons are firing, what they're doing, what we're thinking. It's really incredible. The more spiritual aspect of this is connecting with a higher consciousness. Um, So, communing with plant medicines to uh, be able to have a connection with divinity or source, um, God, creator, spirit, whatever we want to, to call that entity, and to connect with who we truly are at our core without all of the human stuff, without the traumas, without the judgments, without the fears. It's really, they bring us to the core of who we are and what we're here for, um, past all of the other stuff that gets in the way. Um, so I'm really passionate about uh, educating people on and sharing plant sacraments because um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in that there is a plant that exists on this planet uh, that acts as a cure for anything. Um, and some of them act for cures for all of the things, and some of them act as a cure for one thing. Um, but, you know, in, in my six years of doing this work, I, I find over and over and over again that, um, you know, people can get more out of one plant medicine ceremony than they do in 10 years of therapy. and And that's not me saying that. That is them telling me that I wish I had a dime for every time I was told those exact words. Um, So it's really important to me to talk about and to share in general because it's a different way of Living a different way of healing and a different way of um, being in a state of health and consciousness. Um, and also, a conversation that Nicole and I have been having over the last years how do we integrate this work more deeply into our LGBTQ plus community? Um, because we, we don't see um, a large percentage of our community showing up for these events, meditations, sound baths, plant medicine ceremonies, things of that nature. And we've really identified, you know, that there's something that we can do um, to bring a different way of living and connecting to our queer community. And so that's something that I'm really excited to do. I just recently started writing for Las Vegas Pride magazine um, to put some of my my work in there and to get known in that way. Um, And so, yeah, there's a lot of intention right now in bringing health and wellness and consciousness and connection to our community.
1: Thank you for that. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that I feel like has a presence in Vegas, but now how can we get it to uh, all of our communities or more of our communities? I mean, that's a huge issue. What would you say are some of the other challenges that you've faced along your journey?
2: Mm, I'd say there's two sides to that. Um, One challenge that I have faced is definitely um, you know, belief systems of other people. It's uh, really easy for a lot of people who come from uh, a religious or even just an untrusting background that believe that this work is fake or of the devil, um, evil, things of that nature. And so you know something that is not a religion a religion, is not even really a belief system um, and can help everyone on really deep levels. Um, it's, it's sad to me that it can be, you know, matched with, with something so opposite of what it is, um, as an argument. Uh, the other piece that I would say, and this kind of more ties into, uh, my intentions with reaching the queer community is, um, something I've, I've noticed is how much, how available this type of work is to typically like cisgendered or, you know, uh, heterosexual identifying people um, there are places for them and events that are marketed to them but most of what I see in the queer community being marketed are events around something sexual or something involving alcohol And so that's been something where I feel like, you know, a lot of the events I do are on Fridays and Saturdays, a lot of the ceremonies I do are on weekends. And so there's always the feeling of that I'm, you know, I'm competing with nightlife or daylife or whatever it is. And I feel that I'm trying to offer something that is so opposite of what's being offered in that realm. Um, But also, I remember when I was in that realm all of the time and how much I needed this exact work that I'm doing now. Um, So yeah, I feel like there's there's that piece of it as well. And just our community not really feeling invited or welcome to events that are not specifically queer LGBTQ events.
1: That's an incredible angle that you just mentioned, which is why it's amazing to speak to both of you and what you are doing to break through that barrier, if you will, that we still have in our community as far as the ability for this to be made more available to certain communities. And as what you just said about Las Vegas being a city that is known for certain things, certain substances driving everyone's life, or not everybody, but a good amount of you know what our city is built on. As a DJ and for somebody who is in nightlife, a part of nightlife, that's something that I always have to step away and cleanse my energy, cleanse my body, because I, uh, I find myself in those situations a lot. And if I'm feeling it, I know I'm not the only one, uh, which is another reason why I love to speak to folks like you, keep me grounded and always understand that I do have these resources in my pocket, but I can actually have more fulfillment when I do go out and socialize. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, exactly that. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, so now we're kind of getting to the tail end of the interview. I do want to ask you both one last question, which is if there is any lesson that you want to leave uh, listeners with today, and it could be really anything pertaining to your line of work or life in general, um, what would that be, Nicole? What would you say that would be for yourself?
0: Well, I'll go in what's in the energy of what I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. And I just pray that for anybody that has a dream, anybody that has a vision and they want to see it through, don't ever stop believing in yourself. Go for it. Put it in motion. Stay in progress and set your intentions. And those days where you feel like not doing anything, that's when you go the hardest. Um, I'm, I am a true tell to somebody that um, had, a, had a dream to have a marketing agency and wanted to do large scale events. I wanted to do concerts and travel, um, but we never know what that's gonna come and look like. And that's what House of Vegas Pride is. I'm able to, it's everything that I've done all my life in one festival every year. Um, so I just wanna encourage our community that no matter what anybody tells you, no matter what anybody says, you know, you always have a, a, a new day and to just stay positive and, and find your tribe. That's important. Beautifully, beautifully said. Thank you for that.
2: Um, I, I think my message in this moment would be today's the day. Um, today's the day to be happy. Today's the day to be empowered. Today's the day to make a decision for your health. Today's the day to quit your job, today is the day to go after your dreams. Today is the day to tell them you love them. Today is the day to tell them that you won't take their abuse anymore. Whatever that day is for you, today is the day to do it.
1: What a perfect conclusion to this episode. Thank you so much. Today is the day. And where can we find you folks? Where can we find you? Um, and, and how can
0: somebody find more information on the event? Okay, well really simple um a majority of the event is on house of vegas prides instagram all the events are listed the ticket links are there they're on sale online right now and we do have some discount codes hovp10 on the weekend passes and we have single tickets available um, as well um, and then you can find me at the nicole williams on instagram or nicole williams on facebook and my marketing agency, Set Life Images. But just inbox me if you have any questions, wanna come, want more about the resource fair that we're doing for job the job fair um, with our charity um, organization, Jet Foundation, which we choose one every year uh, to give back to. Um, please contact me, House of Vegas Pride on Instagram, and we'll be more than happy to get back to you. And VegasPrideHouse.com, everything's there. Thank you so much. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic. All right, thank you so much, and um, I will leave all of that in the comments and in the show notes below so that people can find you both. Um, either did you have any you know extra links or anywhere where people can find you? Uh,
2: yeah, um, my website is www.aehealing.com, mm-hmm. um, and anyone can find anything about me there, can get in touch with me there, can find all of my work, events, ceremonies. I have tons of events that I do here in Vegas. So yeah, everything can be found on my website.
1: Perfect. Thank you both so much. And Thank this you. An amazing time. Thank you so much for lending me your time today. If you found a moment of Zen through this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a review on iTunes so that this message might reach more people. For daily positivity and to join a community of awesome humans, follow us on Instagram at ThePositiveAF.